Welcome to Bo Sanchez Radio. Thank you so much for making me a part of your life. Stop over-spiritualizing. There, I've said it. It is a common problem among many religious people, but we need to address it. Can I say a prayer for you before you listen to the word? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Lord our God, I pray that through our time together, you will give wisdom to your child. More wisdom to know what is right and what is wrong. And in, in Jesus' name, I pray for, for prudence. I'm, I'm praying for balance. Thank you, Father God, that you're going to do this. You're going to answer my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Listen to the word and be very blessed. Can I ask you a question, a big one? Are you guilty of over-spiritualizing? If the answer is yes, then you would have discovered the reason why you are not moving forward in your life the way you want to move forward. Why some of your dreams are not yet being fulfilled. Why you feel that you are stuck right now. Maybe, perhaps it is because you are over-spiritualizing. What do I mean? I'll give you three stories. The first one, there's this guy, and the first time I met him, he said, you know, Brother Bo, I'm thinking maybe God wants me to become a priest. And so he said he's discerning, he's waiting for some signs, he's listening to the Lord. You know, and every time I would meet him, he would say that, you know, I'm, I'm, waiting, for, I'm waiting for God's will, I, I really want to know what God wants. You know, on the 11th year, after talking to him for the very first time, after 11 years, I noticed that he, he, he would still have that same language, the same vocabulary. You know, I'm waiting on the Lord. I'm waiting. And I said, will you please stop that and just dive in? Try. Go into a seminary. You know, there's search-ins. There's trial periods. I don't know what you call them, but you do it. How will you know unless you try? And what do I mean? I'm talking about being practical. He was trying to hear the audible voice of God in his heart. He, he just wanted, you know, God through some dramatic signs when in fact he just has to go do it. That's what I mean by being over spiritual. I'm going to give you a second example. I was talking to this girl and she, she, she was discerning whether this guy was you know, the, the man for her life or not. Now, th this guy was really courting her and, and wooing her and all that. And this guy was really into her. And, and she was saying, you know, I don't know yet if he's the one. Lord, give me a sign. She asked for a sign that this guy would give her a red rose. On that night, the guy came with a pink rose. And so she was so confused, she went up to me and she said, Brother Bo, what, what, what does this mean? What is God telling me? I asked for a red rose and, he, and my, 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 my suitor gave me a pink rose. You know what? That's the problem in asking for signs. You can impute your own meaning to that sign. So she said, you know, maybe, maybe I should just wait because it's pink, not red. <laughs> I said, I have no idea. But here's the thing. Instead of waiting and asking for signs, why don't you look for natural signs, whether that guy is for you or not? And, and she said, what do I mean? What, what, what do you mean, Bo? And I said, natural signs. Do you have a non-negotiable criteria that 
a guy should have if, if he's to be your husband and the future father of your children. For example, character, honesty, responsibility, faithfulness, and, and yes, financial stability to be able to enter into marriage. Th those are natural signs. No, uh, not, not drunk, n no addictions. Those are natural signs. It's not a red rose or whatever or a butterfly on his shoulder for crying out loud. Can you be practical? I'll give you a third and final example. My third example is this man who, who was asking me, you know, bro, uh, Brother Bo, I, I want to start a business and I, I'm, I'm still, you know, waiting for God to tell me because I want to really start the business that God wants for me. And so, so that when I do it, I'll, I'll, I know it's going to be successful because it came from God. And I was saying, oh no. And so I told him the story. I said, I got into business and my first business failed. So I got into another business and my second business failed. I got into another business and my third business failed. Do you know how many businesses I failed in? And he, and he said, how many? And I said, 12. I failed in 12 businesses. Now, if you think God will talk to you, whisper in your ear and say, go into that particular business and, and you have the expectation that it will not fail, hello! I'm a preacher. I'm a missionary. I've been a missionary for the past 30 years plus. And, and, and I failed 12 times. You see, we, we, we over-spiritualize. We think that, you know, God's going to guide and lead us. And if He does guide and lead us, we will not fail. Failure is a part of the growth process. Unless you fail, you will not learn. It is failures that will be your best mentors, your best teachers. Many times we do not learn from our victories. Very little do we learn from our victories, but we will learn a lot from our failures. That's why it's part of the process. And I'm going to read you one verse. It's from John chapter 5. And Jesus answered the Jews, My father is at work until now, so I am at work. I love that verse. God is at work. And because God is at work, I am at work. My question to you is this. Are you working? We like to over-spiritualize. We, we tend to be superstitious. You know, we want God to give to us what we want on a silver platter without the failures, without the trials. With, with No, you've got to work and you've got to work hard. And the reason why I've, I've been able to be so blessed in ministry and in my family and in my business I'm telling you why. It's because I received the grace of God. But how did I receive the blessing? I received the grace and the blessing of God by hard work. I worked hard. I worked really, really, really hard. I'm telling you now. And, and there's, nothing, there's nothing carnal about that. Or, or No, I trust God. But I express my trust in God by working. You know, work is the expression of the glory of God in you. When you work and you work with excellence, what are you doing? You're worshiping God. And, and that's just, so here, here's my, I'm gonna be praying for you that you use all the faculties and all the gifts and all the talents and the brain, the phenomenal brain that God has given to you. A lot of, a lot of, People, spiritual people, don't want to use their brain anymore. They just want God to tell them what to do. No, 
You've got to use that brain. He gave it to you for a purpose. I'm going to be praying for more blessings for you right now. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for the gift of work and for the gift of thinking and for the gift of discernment. And thank you, Father God, that, that right this moment you are pouring a flood, an, an avalanche of blessings and grace and mercy and gifts to this person right now I'm praying for. Thank you, Father God. Holy Spirit, be at work in his life. And when he works, when she works, you are at work in him, in her, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you so much for joining me. Once upon a time, my wife and I, we had problems with money. We would fight about money in the earlier years of our marriage. But I thank God that, you know, as, as the years went on, we began to settle and start agreeing together. And also it was an inner resolve in our hearts. It was so beautiful to be able to, to finally say to, to one another and say, you know, this doesn't have to divide us. Finances can actually bring us together if we work together and trust in the Lord. And so that was something that really blessed our marriage. My dear friends, on April 23, I'm giving a retreat. It's called Truly Rich Couples Retreat. And on that day, which will be a physical gathering, by the way, as well as an online event, so anyone around the world can join, um, we're going to be talking about the winning strategies for marriage and money. And it's very unique in the sense that we're going to focus on your relationship, but we're going to focus on money as well. Because, yes, they go together. So come and join me. It's going to be amazing. The, the, the link is in the description below. So you, you, can, you can get to know more about it. I hope you join me and bless your marriage and your family. Thank you so much. In the meantime, here in Full Tank, I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining us. I have a favor to ask. If you have not yet done so, subscribe to this podcast because that's how these things work. You know, the algorithm, etc. Somewhere, somehow it gets up in the ranking and then people will get to know more about it and people will listen and then people will be blessed and then the blessings will ripple and more and more people will experience God's love. Thank you again for all your support and I will see you next time.